in life winning and losing will both happen but what is never acceptable is quitting when you feel that you're alone in this journey you really are not alone there are countless warriors who have gone through a similar journey like what you are going through today they have felt the immense pain that you are experiencing but in the end they have all healed themselves from cancer some talk about their own journey as you are listening to this right now while some have defeated pain forever but in the end they all have defeated cancer learn from them get inspired from their cancer healing journeys listen to our very own cancer warriors in this show brought to you by zen onkorayo and love heals cancer Hi Harshit uh, I'm Nadia. Nadia from zenonco.io it is an honor to have you on this podium today sir let me just Thank say you. that out there you really you really I can't wait to listen to you right now I can't wait to hear the story you have to tell me and get the if I am so inspired I can imagine somebody going through such a situation how much inspiration they must be taking so it's up to you sir please take it off uh, hello everyone this is Harshit and uh... right now i'm 30 and at the age of 23 i had cancer of last stage so it all started from a right swelling on my right side of the neck and uh, for two years i was not even able to diagnose whether that i have cancer or not so i was having some uh, uh, medicines from here and there and i had some fnacs as well however we were not able to diagnose that i have a cancer and uh, uh like in 2013 uh, i went to hyderabad at my brother's place and uh, we were thinking that this swelling is here from a longer period of time and now we should go for a proper uh uh diagnosis so i went for a general physician and she told me that for how long you had it and i told her that okay it's been 2 years so she suggested me to visit an oncologist surgeon and uh, that was the time when i got to know that i have hodgkin's lymphoma so i had a biopsy and it uh, it showed that i had Hodg- uh, hodgkins lymphoma of third stage and that time i was studying in my college uh, of fourth semester fourth year of the college so i thought if i'll start my chemo then i might not be able to go to college not able to complete my education so i delayed my chemo for a year and i was taking an alternate medicine for cancer but not chemotherapy and during that period i completed my graduation and then i started my mba from bangalore now it was in 2014 when i shifted to bangalore and uh, then for 10 days we had this uh, off from our college and i shifted i mean i went back to my brother's place in hyderabad and we were just wanted to uh, like we just wanted to check that how what's the progress of my current treatment and then we again had a pet ct and this time we found that we have i have i am into last stage of cancer so uh, i mean we were not shocked because it was our own decision that will delay the treatment and if something is better than chemo which doesn't give us pain why not off for right. that right. and uh, but when we got to know that uh, now i'm in the last stage i mean things were all gone so we started uh, as i was in bangalore so initially i went to kidwai cancer institute it's uh, i had my bone marrow test there and we found out that now my bone marrow is also involved so i mean everything was involved now the cancer was all over the place and we had no choice but to go to chemotherapy and we thought okay even if we lose now at least we will try 
I mean, lose trying this uh, chemo, so not a big issue. And uh, then we shifted to Hyderabad because we wanted to be at some place where I have a family, where something can be done immediately. If I want to go to a doctor, there should be something, a vehicle of our own. Because in a, in Bangalore, I was having nothing. And even if I book a cab, it was taking me around 30, 40 minutes to, I mean, to cab to come. Right. So that's why we shifted to Hyderabad. And uh, now, uh, luckily, I got uh, a really good doctor. I mean, uh, uh, Dr. Senthil Rajappa, who is head oncologist of uh, uh, Basavatkaran Hospital. It is also known as Indo-American Cancer Institute. So I went to him and he told me that I will tell you uh, frankly that uh, see the chances are very uh, less like five percent chances are there to you to survive but I guess uh, if I uh, talk to you very frankly then it will be better for you also and I think that you are fine with whatever is going on so it will be giving you a better approach to fight and actually that helped me out so we started our treatment and when he said that you'll have six cycles of chemo I thought okay six means six but then when we started and after two, three chemo, I, I was just having a conversation with him and he told that six cycle means uh, like one cycle means two, two chemotherapies. Yeah. So I was like, oh, six into two. You were well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So because uh, you wanted had, to avoid this from the start and now yeah, it's come to you double. Exactly. <laughs> wow. And I wanted to have chemo anyways. And uh, uh, and when I got to know, I mean, I don't remember when I got to know, like after two, two chemo or maybe first chemo only, but then this was the thing which I understood. Okay, six right. chemo I had to take, so six means six, but then six cycle means 12 chemo. Every 15 days, I used to have one chemo. So I shifted to Hyderabad, met my doctor. Uh, my reports were pending in Kedoi, so we just waited for a two week because my father was getting those uh, biopsy thing, which uh, those cubes which were submitted yes. in Kedoi Cancer yes, Institute. Yes, yes. So we just wanted all those things back and we waited. And then in May 2014, my treatment got started. So every 15 days, I used to have one chemo that was ABVD. And uh, initially, I mean, uh, Chemo was something, actually, we never knew about what cancer is. We just ever heard of that, okay, cancer is something like that. And I had no cancer history in my family as well. And uh, are so like that, was, right. Uh, all, of us, all of us are like that. Like, in yeah, general, yeah, yeah. we don't know and, anything until we get some, something happens to us. Yeah, exactly. And uh, when I heard of cancer, I was not afraid. But then when it came to treatment, we were like, okay, I've seen people with chemotherapy, undergoing chemotherapy, not personally, but we see in them picture in picture or maybe let's say uh, in society sometimes you see some people and we get to know that they have cancer and you see that they, they are not having hair or something like that so we just have a notion that okay they might be going through a lot of pain society partially this is yeah, yeah exactly and partially this is true also but then there's nothing like that when you hear cancer the first thing you attach to it is death right so i mean Although I never thought that whether I will survive or whether I will die, it was just that I was very concerned about my uh, studies and my looks. That how will I look when I will lose my hair and uh, I mean everything will be gone and how will I be able to like talk to the people outside the society? I mean outside my house. Exactly. So all these were a concern of a 23 year old lad that uh, his future is just uh, next uh, around around the corner and uh, he's just young. So all these things were stupid at that time. But then this is what a young people a, a guy will think of. So chemo started. I st uh, I just wanted don't want to see myself bald. So I, what I did I just trimmed my hair after my first chemo only. Okay. And uh, I mean I won't say that it gave me a lot of pain, but yes. 
it pays. So that's part of the therapy and you have to deal with it. So whenever I talk to someone regarding chemo, that this is what I say, that all this, these things are temporary. Like it's been six years now, five, six years for me for this treatment. And right now I'm able to talk to you. So if you don't know about my history, keeping everything aside, how will you get to know that I had pain five years back of chemo? Exactly, yeah. Exactly. But then, so that's why I tell people that, that's what I tell people that, okay, you will have some pain, but that everything is temporary. And I guess uh, training your brain is a big thing while taking all these things, all these treatment, because uh, you will see yourself losing hair. There will be uh, bleeding uh, from your teeth and so many places. I mean, I, I mean, you know what uh, a cancer patient go through. I mean, you have been uh, interviewing so many cancer patients. So all these things will actually make you sad that okay why it's happening to me but having said that i'm lucky that uh, i got to know that now i have cancer and i had access to cancer treatment so having cancer is not a good thing obviously but when you have it now at least you have a treatment for it i know people who are not even able to uh, like sponsor their treatment so i was lucky enough to have my siblings who were uh, capable enough to take care of my treatment so not only my father but i had four other four elder siblings to me so it was a collective uh, i mean effort for me and more than money is the family i mean i i, I when i say i know people because i have been uh, counseling patients uh, by my own there are people who are reaching out to me that they had cancer and now they are apart from cancer they are facing society and society is the biggest cancer, I think, at times because uh, you can I agree get agree with you more. I couldn't agree <laughs> with you more. Yeah, because even I face that. I still face that uh, uh, at times. I get bullied uh, by body shaming or something like that. I get to hear I look more older than of my age. So all these things, I don't blame on them because this is what we have heard and this is what society has taught each other, right? That if I see you without hair, I. Uh, in fact, even I, I, I sometimes reach out to people, no, but not in that way. But like I was traveling uh, like two, three years back and I saw someone just like I was. So I just went to the family and I just uh, uttered a single word that, hey, I had cancer. So don't get offended. I just wanted to confirm because I think you guys are worried. And I saw the, uh, the lady crying. Uh, so it was I was traveling to Hyderabad by a flight and I saw them at the airport. So. I just went to them personally and they said, yes, my son has cancer. That took a lot so, of guts. Huh? That really yeah. took a lot of guts to go to a person like that. I'm saying it, it takes a lot of guts to go to a person very directly yeah. and say something like that. Yeah, yeah because see, even I, I don't know how, I know that right now I won't get offended. But then when you have cancer, you're going through so much things. So uh, it differs from person to person how they will respond to something which is said to them. So, but they responded very positively, and I told them that, sir, uh, before you, I mean, I let you, let me let, tell you that I had cancer, so that's why I'm reaching out to you. And uh, uh, so they were really happy, and they gave me their number, and they told me that this is the treatment we are going through. Please uh, tell us what did you did and all all those stuff. So, in fact, when I was traveling, uh, again, there was a scenario when I was traveling, I was not cured that time. And I was giving a call to one of my friends, I was traveling to De- uh, Delhi. I told her that don't uh, ask your mom to cook a lot for me. I'm already carrying my food. And I repeated this three, four times. So there were two passengers sitting next to me and they laughed at it. Because I uh, kept on saying this to that person that, hey, right. don't, uh, okay. So 
the anger was too much in me that time and i just responded to them that i really don't think you should laugh because the concern here is that i have cancer and i should tell the person that okay you don't need to cook for me and they were just uh, kept they were, I, i mean they kept silent and later on they went from those two seats and went behind sit sat behind and the the guy came up to me and said hey we are sorry and you please sit uh, here uh, alone as a karke so i could have taken it in a two way positively or negatively positively is that they were concerned about me that okay i i can sit here alone negatively was that they might be thinking that they are sitting next to a cancer patient exactly yeah so, the stigma yeah mm-hmm. so uh, i to i just forget uh, i mean what people say when when it it's negative so i just keep trying you have the right attitude to, Uh, now now maybe now but yeah those <laughs> times i was not that that positive i can imagine we are all growing yeah we are all growing yeah. we are all getting so, there so even now also i sometimes feel that why when people are knowing this fact that i have i had cancer right so now if you know it why are you saying the same thing again to me that you look more older than your age and uh, not every time i can be like uh, practical and positive about the approach ki ha mm. i have to take things very uh, sportingly right but then you cannot control people also no you cannot so exa- yeah so the maximum this, you this, can do is control yourself i feel exactly and if you respond negatively they will take it in a they will take it off- offensively ki okay this guy don't take things positively exactly. and why should i take this positively right you are telling me that i uh, i look older so mm-hmm. and that's fine that's fine but you know the history behind it so the question is history not how what the present is right so that's how people uh, you will meet uh, when you travel when you are going somewhere so you cannot just control everyone mm. my point is how when you were first diagnosed how did your family take it your close ones i mean you've just described how you have taken it how did you disclose it to your family and i can imagine how what all they must have gone through uh, frankly i mean literally i never ever had a scenario where my family was worried but when i say worried it means obviously their 23 year old son had cancer my father was uh, running for me but then the panic was never there i mean we all, i mean everybody was okay he now he has cancer we need to get cured and i remember my father say, saying a statement which was very actually uh, I, i don't know how to say that but then he said that isko bachna hoga to bachega otherwise ise koi nahi bacha sakta so we were having some conversation i was having my mood swings and my family was sitting around me and then he just shouted like that ki isko agar bachna hai to wo bachega otherwise nothing will happen aisa karke exactly so, uh. i guess that actually helped us to cope with the situation rather crying over it that okay uh, i mean i just come i just completed my education and now i have cancer so there was i mean i got to know once that my father cried during my uh, bone marrow t- uh, test because i was shouting a lot inside that uh, ot i'm not ot i mean wherever i was i so, can imagine yeah <laughs> this is as a I parent thought. yeah as a parent he wouldn't have been able to take it yeah yeah and i mean that time he never told me i got mm. to know this like after 2 3 months that he was crying uh, outside that room so and during that time only my father broke his hand also so i guess uh, things were not right uh, but then still he kept on fighting for me and having said that my brother uh, and uh, his wife they actually did all r and d but 
they were working and they were working in private sector as well as public sector so both of them belong to other other sectors so it was very hard for them to like take care of the job and my treatment but they did whatever they could so i mean it was a collective effort my father used to uh, like travel to hyderabad and be there for a longer time because anyways there should be someone with me who can be like 24/7 with me so all this thing happened we i was having food uh, issues because a city like south i i mean my i'm from north so i need some food which i am used to i am from so, the south i can i can understand oh, yeah, yeah and yeah. it was all spicy and we <laughs> tried having a, uh, yeah so we tried having a, i mean my bhabhi is from south she's from kannur so i mean it's not about south and north but then the people who are localites right, right they right, were right. So, so used to spices that i was not so used to it and in fact i am going through chemo so i need food which is you very you need the right food it's very very important yeah so there was a time when my father cooked for me and that was the worst time for me because <laughs> that, that that food was not even tasty so okay. uh, I, yeah i told him uh, what i'm going through you are cooking for me and i have to eat it also so i mean we kept on joking about things which which were actually not funny and uh, uh the only concern was that okay what if the whole money is involved and i don't survive this is this was my concern okay because i i know how where, where i belong to and what my financial things are and the treatment cancer treatment is something which you cannot uh, like uh, predict it's not easily affordable yeah. it's not easily affordable exactly so when you said that how i got to know that how i got cancer so as i said i got to know about biopsy and this uh, biopsy told me that i had cancer and my family was just normal about things uh, at least at my face they they might be concerned behind my back but then actually they were rude to me there were times when i used to talk to my father and my brother that hey i'm having this pain here so when i kept on saying this thing no my brother used to tell me tell me what should i do not in a anger way but then uh-huh. on a practical way ki okay tell me what should i do you have uh, you know this will think this thing will happen a doctor has told you and you yourself have read a lot about it and we have been telling you and there is a medicine for it so you are taking the medicine right so rather crying over it what can be done right so let's face it so i guess that really helped there there were some times when i used to think that why are they talking to me like that uh, they should be uh, i mean uh, a little saying, bit more okay. empathetic yeah 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 it's yeah so basically uh, thank god you brought that word so society think that we are asking for sympathy yeah. the other day i was having a conversation with a uh, a cancer group and this is what i said that people think that we are asking for sympathy but we are asking for empathy exactly people Put yourself in the other person's shoes yeah so don't feel people, sorry for them yeah yeah i mean there's nothing which we we have done wrong let's say okay i have done wrong okay let's say i accept that i might have done some wrong but what about a kid who is who is just one year old or two year old so they haven't done any wrong right their parents might have done okay let's say that the genes carry forward something like that let's not go into the scientific thing of yeah. the cancer yeah right but when you say that okay they might have done some wrong karma or something like that so 
that's just bad that's not exactly. good at all <laughs> okay I, I thought except that okay i've done some wrong karma and i'm very happy about it so i mean that's all, I, I, i have no issues with that so i i have very uh, i have been very vulnerable during my childhood so that's fine if that's the case uh, and you are saying that then i'll accept that fact also but if i have survived then i think i have i'm i have like uh, completed my karma thing and now i'm at good phase so you said you had undergone chemo treatment right mostly yeah 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 mostly it was chemo so it was uh, only chemo it was only chemo. okay okay and while going through the chemo uh, i mean could you tell us how your body reacted to it the entire what all symptoms went through what all you went through completely so when we started our chemo as i said nobody had a clue what chemo is chemotherapy how it works so my sister was very happy when she she saw me having the chemo she saw yeah. that they, yeah <laughs> see that's how my family is. so when when i say happy they were not laughing but they uh, yeah i understood i understood they had satisfaction that okay this is how he'll have the chemo mm-hmm. so there were four bags i mean four key uh, medicines and one by one they were giving it to me so there were four bags of those drugs and they were just inserting it to me through that strip and my sister was like okay itna hi to hai so i mean she was not worried about the pain i will go through yeah. she find that okay this is the uh, treatment he'll have so this is how it started and in the the first chemo we took the chemo for 4 5 hours there was nothing i was just having some dizziness maybe and everything went well the moment i was done with the chemo i was outpatient so basically i had to go take the chemo come back home and i was in the car and suddenly i started feeling pain in my uh, stomach and it was something which i never experienced so now you and my family will never know how to react to that right hey theek ho jayega theek ho jayega abhi aur kya kar sakte hain because chemo lekar aaye hain and it's my first chemo i don't even know how this drug will uh, effect uh, over my body so it was there for a day i guess maybe that night i was not able to sleep in fact the whole chemo i was not able to sleep my doctor prescribed me because i reached out to him that i'm not able to sleep in the night so he gave me sleeping pills as well but after asking for it also i never took it so uh, okay next day i woke up uh, everything started like the, the loose motions losing my hair so as i told you after my first chemo only i just uh, trimmed my hair yeah. so so this and this everything was removed by me and this was going by its own hmm. so i guess uh, body was fine when i say fine it means whatever uh, is uh, goes through a chemo the hair i already removed it i went slim i lost weight uh, my body went black because of the medicine so there were so many uh, black uh, spots not black spots but marks actually there was a, right, so right. much big that if if i can explain when you that gajni guy had this scar here right i so understood i understood i had those scar all over the body so it was there it was here and it it looks like i used to i, I might have just uh, scratched it but it was not from me it just happened like that so all these things happened uh, i mean i hardly stepped out out of my house uh, like every 15 day i used to have chemo but before having chemo like let's say after before 5 days of my chemo i used to have boosters because okay. uh, when yeah because uh, my this uh, what do you say wbc used to get low so they used to give me boosters so that my uh, uh, wbc can be at a particular level so that chemo can be given to me right. so 
I used to like go out for 200 meters, and that was the time I used to drive my ride my bike. So, uh, I guess I, I I always used to look forward to that time because I love biking. I was and, just going to say, I went through your Facebook profile and yeah. came to know that you're a big biker, you're a big rider. So that, actually, that bike is what which made me actually what I am today. and we'll talk about this after some time so this is what uh, biking has given to me that it kept me going so though i used to have pain and that boosters also gi- used to give me uh, fever and that was normal my doctor told me that it is it will be pass- uh, part of those boosters because when you get those boosters it will increase things in- inside you and it might increase the fever also so i used to get five boosters then every 15 day my chemo for four five days i used to be like high on drugs when i say drugs uh, it means i understood chemo. that no worry <laughs> chemo, yeah. no no i need to say, you might know but then i just uh, keeping <laughs> I it, got uh, it light got it, i just wanted to keep it light so yeah uh, for 4 5 days i used to be uh, like like this only and then when i used to get my senses back again the 15 day cycle used to come back so mm. all these thing happened there were people who made the treatment very easy for me but there were few people like really really few like if if i say 10 so out of 10 there were one or two who made it hard for me and then you have to accept the fact that there will be people who leave you on your journey if it's not good yes. so lot of learnings uh, I, i i i keep telling people that we talk about wisdom tooth right wisdom yes tooth. wisdom so, tooth yes <laughs> during i never had my wisdom tooth and during my chemo only i got both wisdom tooth Oh my god <laughs> something which was surprise yeah yeah this was funny and surprising also ki why this time only and at the age of 23 who gets it right so then yeah there are people who <laughs> yeah so bo i i got them both of them uh, during my chemo so maybe my wisdom got well during my chemo and if the learning is like this then i'm happy that i got it so no uh, regrets for having cancer but uh, a lot of happiness that i conquered it I love the attitude that you have yeah seriously it's such a brightening it's such a like bring it on types of attitude i have faced it all bring it on i i, I don't know how it came but yes i mean initially see the only thing is that i never had this thing that okay why it happened to me but i was really an angry guy so i'm still but then uh, now i know where to use my anger or maybe at times i do get angry but very less so i guess that was something an immature thing from my end when i was more young and uh, as i always say that uh, experience come by experience not by your age so yeah. i i think till 23 i was let's say that okay i was just a, a normal lad who just wanted to have fun but after 23 i got to know what life is so yeah i i i don't want people to uh, get matured this way but then yes uh, if i got matured this way i am happy that okay whatever happened happened for good yes and what are the life change i mean lifestyle changes that you made after this i'm sh- pretty sure there must have been so many practices that you were doing that you changed from after this experience you know uh, so i mean let's talk if i talk about my living lifestyle so my food was always Eating. good Yeah. eating eating habits so it it was all all normal uh I, i mean before also i never used to eat out much i mean having said that uh, my doctor once asked me the surgeon who uh, uh, did biopsy of me uh, he said that where do you eat your food i said outside house only because i was studying in delhi so 
I can uh, understand. I can yeah. Understand. So apart from that, I am not that. Uh, uh f- foodie guy that okay i want to have pizza and all not that kind of person ever so food was fine eating habits were fine uh my life maybe i got a bit uh, more funnier and more serious so when i say that it okay. means that i take serious things in a funny way and uh, if there is something funny happening i'll just i'll just uh, enjoy the moment so uh, yeah. i mean i am serious at times there are people who know me very personally and they think they know that i'm very serious but for the world i am an extrovert because now uh, it's not that i am showing uh, dual char- characters but now because people reach out to me uh, for cancer for uh, to know about cancer yes. so i need to be uh, approachable for that but yes. then my personal space as well so yes. there's nothing personal in my life but then i still have my personal space so yes. i just uh, i mean i know how to like maintain that uh, thing that okay when i want to just have my time i'll just uh, have my time right right at the end of the day we all have to do that we all have yeah. to have that me time we forget yeah, to take actually. that we forget it's so important that we are so stressed and running 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 it's like a rat race so um we forget to take that me time and because of that the stress builds up and that can have a face the view effect on our lives correct yeah that's true that's true yeah anyway for after this whole thing i'm i feel that you have so much of gratitude in the way you're talking there's so much of gratitude in the way you're talking there's so much of like livelihood and gratitude and like it's so positive when i'm talking to you itself i can feel that and you have even through after this journey you have started something called uh, the heritage uh, cancer, cancer foundation, foundation. Yes. please yeah. tell us about that please, please so uh, before hartish cancer foundation as i said that biking is something which what made me what i am today so this all started from rider folk and uh, it all started from having blood because there was a time when i was having issue to get blood and uh, when i say that it means that though i had access to the amount which needs to be paid i still was not able to get the blood and that was the time when i thought ki there are people who again when i say that i am blessed to have that uh, i mean uh, uh, let's let's say i mean i have people who can take care of my treatment right there were people uh, in my family who collectively took care of it but there are people who don't even have money for blood so there were con- this continuous thought going on my treatment when i was taking my treatment that if i get cured and okay. it was some, not some uh, uh, कि मेरे को ठीक कर दो तो मैं ऐसा कर दूंगा कुछ नहीं था कि भगवान मुझे ठीक कर दो और अगर मैं ठीक हो गया तो मैं ऐसा करूंगा सो देर वॉज नॉट अगल टाइम आई हैड लॉन्ग टर्म गोल आई वॉज जस्ट लिविंग माई डे एज इट वॉज सो आई थॉट अगर ठीक हो जाते हैं तो कुछ करते हैं कैंसर के लिए सो दैट यार हम प्रिवलेज हैं हर कोई नहीं है और देर वो टाइम्स वेर इवन थिंकिंग दैट हम भी प्रिवलेज नहीं है क्योंकि अगर बोन मेरे ट्रांसप्लांट मुझे लग जाता तो आई नो क्या होता है यहाँ पे तो या सो लकीली आई वॉज आई मीन आई नेवर हैड टू गो फॉर दैट बट देन या सो मैंने ये सोचा कि कुछ ऐसा करेंगे कि लोगों को ब्लड फ्री में मिले और जब ये सब सोचा तो मैं ट्रीटमेंट ले रहा था तो मैंने एक बंदे के बारे में पढ़ा था इसने सॉरी दिल्ली रहा हूँ तो माई लैंग्वेज हैज बिकम बंदा बंदी so i thought ki uh, yeah his this guy's name was uh, terry fox and he ran a marathon of four 
so he was having that leg cancer and he ran a marathon of hope in california uh, although he died during that process he got his cancer again it so, recovered i mean uh, yeah, there yeah, was it, a yeah, recurrence yeah. of it yeah. recurrence was there so he died actually but then uh, i thought kuch kar lenge agar ho jata hai to ab kaise karenge pata nahi kar lenge kuch na kuch to karenge theek ho gaye to फिर जॉब की बात आ गई तो 2014 में ट्रीटमेंट खत्म हुआ जॉब ढूंढ 2015 में योग मैं रायपुर आ गया मेरी सिस्टर के पास क्योंकि एज आई टोल्ड यू हैदराबाद में खाने का बहुत प्रॉब्लम हो रहा था हाँ, तो एंड हैदराबाद वेरी वाज वेरी क्लोज टू रायपुर सो इफ दिस समय इमरजेंसी आई कैन टेक अ फ्लाइट इफ इट्स नॉर्मल टाइम आई कैन टेक अ ट्रेन ऑल्सो सो मैं यहाँ आ गया यहाँ पर आई वॉज डूइंग योगा जिम टू गेट माई इम्यूनिटी बैक बहुत वीक हो चुकी थी बॉडी सो I was weak also at that same time I was fat also so it was something I could never understood ki bhai kya chal raha hai to weak bhi hu mota bhi hu because of all those steroids and all steroids and the drugs yeah, yeah. so 2015 went like that in 2016 i thought okay it's been 3 years now because i completed my graduation in 2013 and now it's been 3 years i should go and out and look for a job so i shifted to pune and started looking for job and this there was a time when all things uh, actually opened my mind and there were people now talking stupid <laughs> stupid things so there were educated people who were saying that okay it will not be easy for you that you had cancer and uh, 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 you will be doing a job and how will you will be to cope cope up with this uh, this pressure and all so there were people like that and there were people who were giving me job but then being uh, i mean making me underpaid they keep, so, they keep doing this to you right they keep doing this to you every yeah, time yeah i know maybe i am <laughs> just i am everyone's so... favorite child <laughs> so god's also and people's also so not people people so yeah i was very pissed i was very pissed and i thought ki i mean kya kya bolu main inko so there was a place i mean it was all uh, filmy type and i literally told them sir just the way uh, that guy in three idiots said ki uh, i mean uh, whatever he said let's let it be but what i told huh. to him that i need this job but uh, i literally fought a lot for my life so uh, i'll i'll just move out sir thanks a lot for giving your time and this is what i said and people might not believe to this but then this is what gave motivation to me okay ठीक है कुछ कर लेंगे जब इतना आगे आए हैं तो कुछ तो कुछ कर ही लेंगे अवेयरनेस i already spoke to him once about this but then that time i had no clue how to do it so i uh, went back to raipur and i remember the date is was 30th march because uh, 1st april is my birthday and i wanted to start oh. this campaign yeah so uh, i came back i started reaching out to some people uh, i did yoga from a place and i reached out to beautiful, them that beautiful beautiful Hmm. i reached out to them that hey please can you please sponsor my campaign uh, because anyways yoga is something which everybody should know about and i had cancer so if you can help it will give you an exposure also and it can help me financially also so people were not uh, like i was no i mean i i am not saying that i am something right now but at least nobody was knowing me that time so they were like 
no we can't help you on that and yeah. so people won't uh, be cooperative then yeah had it been a superstar reaching out to someone they will ah, be yes, standing in front of you hey we'll sponsor you right or something like that of course but then having said that uh, my brother stood up and he said i'll take care of, it's your campaign so i'll take care of it whatever you want and there was a few friends also so collectively my friends gave me 25000 although my campaign needed at least 4 5 lakh rupees because the time period was around 7 8 months and i was traveling for around 40 40000 kilometers so mm. this needed a lot of money but then we started my brother told me you just go ahead i'll take care of so things it, yeah. we'll we'll take care of things so though it took me a month so everything i had to settle up my i went to my bike showroom i learned how to take care of the bike if it gets breakdown so mm. i mean all those stuff i learned for a month and then i started my campaign on 1st may and during this thing i forgot to mention that i got connected to a person uh, his name was uh, his uh, mr aditya ramachandran and he happens to uh, belong to a news group so he helped me a lot to reach out to some uh, local people here in hagaipur who helped me uh, like uh, to reach out to cancer hospitals in raipur so this all started from him so okay. he great help uh, when nobody was helping me out so uh, i mean these were the people who like believed in the campaign when nobody knew about the campaign I even mean, i mean it's always knew. like that right it's always yeah. like that you set out to do something good yeah you set out to do something good i mean you will find a way somehow so, you will find a way yeah yeah so i guess i was lucky to have those people in my life and luckily i never knew them also so it was like uh, people meeting me then i was able to meet someone else because of them so that's how uh i got to meet so many good people during that and uh, then i started this campaign where i rode uh 22 states in 5.5 months and i traveled wow. 30000 30000 kilometers so there's a lot of things which uh, happened during this uh uh this campaign uh, i mean nobody knew me and then there were people who just came up to me when i used to reach out to their city and they had gave me access to their house they used to ask me to be there at their place and all these thing made me so happy that uh, i mean i am no one and they are just reading about me from internet from facebook from newspapers and they just want to help me out so i i was so happy that i am part of a country where i don't need to be a celebrity or a, I, i don't need to be someone actually i just need to do something good and people will help me out to for my campaign so i was so lucky that uh, this happened i, I mean i i, I always uh, i thank people uh, that uh, thank you for giving me this much love and respect that you don't even had any clue who am i and you just came up to me and said that hey you will be staying at my place and this is something which is which was unbelievable i can imagine i mean i mean you were so passionate about your cause number one you are so yeah, passionate yeah because about i i guess they they understood that i am a common person and uh, uh, a common person struggle is a very big thing but nobody talks about it we all Talk are struggling in, yeah exactly we all are struggling yes. in our silence silence we yeah. struggle <laughs> yeah and uh, i mean so i guess yeah that what that's what uh, connected us uh, in that manner mm. 
so having that riders of hope thing happened everything went well we i met a lot of uh, celebrities also they tweeted about the campaign everything happened and during this phase only i started this uh, group riders of hope where we are arrange, arranging blood all over india uh because i met people in all over india now so now i had a point of contact in every place so let's say if you belong to a uh, example delhi and i don't know anyone delhi in delhi except you so i'll just reach out to you and say that hey i need blood for someone and then you will be circulating that message to your contacts so this is how uh, we started and i guess at least in a day i am able to fulfill at least a single request so at least a single request so that's a big thing for me at least that we are able to provide blood for free and uh, luckily now i am connected to so many blood donor groups all over india that uh, every now and then we are uh, able to uh, provide this thing for free and during this covid situation also there was so much pl- uh, plasma needed here and there so we are lucky enough to have uh, contacts all over the place because of common people and this is helping us out i wouldn't say you're lucky i would say you worked for it you have luck on one side and you are doing what you're doing also so the kind of contacts you built the kind of networking you did everything plays a major role luck is also there meeting the right yeah, people when, at yeah, the right exactly. time i mean yeah it's true that's true i mean it's not about me though but when i say luck it means that uh people were so good to me that i went lucky so that's how i put because uh, i can be rude also i can be good also but if you are rude you can never take my rudeness or goodness right so it was people who were good to me uh, i don't know why and i just uh, continued with those relationship till now so even if i have met someone uh, uh, like once in a lifetime i just remember them and yes i i'll de- definitely take it on me that okay i know uh, uh to how to cherish people cherish people because uh people mean a lot for me and i guess that's what helped me to like build this thing till date and it's still helping me every single day it's starting from you i feel the kind of positivity really, you're putting out you're putting uh, it out and it's coming back to you that and i won't be diplomatic here i really don't know uh, on that fact because <laughs> sometimes i get, i I'll, i tell you i like 3 4 months not for months six months back i got to here uh, that person is really f- a good friend of me so that person told me that you tend to forget your uh, old contacts when you get to meet new people so <laughs> so that was really genuine thing which i got to hear, hear from that person so i took on that i said hey i apologize for that i might have not responded you well uh, but it was not intentional at all so uh, I, that's what the best thing about my people they give me genuine feedback so Uh, right. even if something is coming in uh, negatively to me uh, i i humbly accept it maybe there are cases there they might be wrong also but when they are wrong i don't even listen to them so uh, i just but at the end of the day uh, what goes around comes around hatish uh, yeah that's true I, always I mean, yeah so that's when i say uh, i was vulnerable this is what i mean that i have been a vulnerable guy during my school days so maybe that anger took over me at times uh, and it 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 works in all way right if you have anger your cells will react that way your body will react that way uh, and now if even i have fever i took it in a different way and uh, probably that helps me to recover over it very easily yes so yes, yes. i guess the positive uh, approach in life is very important 
and i got this in like recently it's not that i have been positive since the only positive I mean, thing yeah. about me was my cancer uh, uh, sorry report <laughs> when it came uh, before wow, that i was I just going to ask you <laughs> i was just going to ask you that question like how was it when you first got your reports back and they you know you showed completely that you were cancer free tell us your experience uh, nothing trust me no, nothing okay uh, that was it okay yeah i know that that sounds really dull but then it's not dull it's different <laughs> yeah i obviously i was happy uh-huh. i mean i i, I uh, no more pain chemo pain and all but then yeah i i, I never because i never had that uh, fear of dying also so i was taking one day at a time and uh, i got cured uh, i it was i mean i am very f- happy that i got cured so i, I was also very happy with god by with with, pe- with people that okay it went for well for me oh sorry <laughs> no problem uh, no problem please so it went well for me so i was fine i was happy but at the same time now i was looking for my uh, my future life that okay i need to do something something like that so this hartich cancer foundation uh, was there since a long long time in my head but then again when you start working you are not able to give time to all these things but luckily i am working in a, yeah but having said that uh, luckily i am working in a place where they think about their employees and uh, i am very vocal about it so yeah i mean working in a corporate firm there's a lot of pressure which is there on you and it is part of the job so it's not only you who's facing the grinding it's everyone it. yeah it's, it. it's everyone uh, who is facing this having said that uh, uh not to like uh, like allow them or something like that i'm literally working at a place where i get time to do things which i want to yes so having i mean obviously i should not compromise compromise on my work or quality but then if i am giving that uh, i guess i am getting what i need so i just got my cancer foundation registered on my birthday april 1st wow. this year yeah. uh, so <laughs> your birthday such a lucky yeah. date for you yeah so i actually i announced it on that day let's be okay. uh, more genuine on that i got <laughs> it a week a week back before that so but then lockdown was there so lockdown has affected all of us yes yeah, yeah. so lockdown was already there so initially that three month lockdown not even a single day i was out so i was at home for 100 days and right. um, i just thoroughly followed the lockdown period i had my work from home so monday to friday was almost similar for me uh right. i was at my sister's place so touch wood i had good access to food because i was working in hyderabad but before this lockdown happened i drove back to uh, raipur hmm. so that was the best decision i had done in like past 7 months otherwise i would have stuck there and these zomato or swiggy <laughs> i would have been uh, like uh, like uh, counting on them only and there was a time when this was also closed yeah so, i know how to cook but then if you are working and if you are living alone it becomes very hard yeah very and hard. how to Trust take care me. of your work and uh, everything yeah so i drove back here uh, i was here and uh, this whole lockdown happened so i was not able to do much for this uh, through this foundation but then we did few things with respect to covid not mm-hmm. with respect to cancer so at my hometown we uh, distributed sanitizers masks wow. and uh, not a, not a big in a big way but yes my cousins are there so i just because i was not able to go out uh, and they said that okay we'll go out you just don't worry tell us what to do what we what do we need to do so 
this is what we did in a smaller way two days back i mean back, your family had... is so supportive of your cause and your passion about whatever you do they are so supportive it, it is just brilliant to even yeah actually, that. actually that's why i i mean two days back only we were having a session of uh, uh, mental yes yeah exactly uh, care we uh, care uh, givers with uh, we care and we were talking about mental health uh, well being and health so i told them that we always talk about people who go through chemo who beat cancer we make them he- i told you yesterday also we were having a word and said the word hero but the real hero are the family actually exactly. they are the one who are fighting for us what we do is that okay we go through the pain uh, we take the medicine but apart from the pain there are so many things and is the family who which is taking care of it right they are seeing us crying they are seeing us losing weight and, and all those stuff and at the back of the mind they also have that notion that what if he, he or she is not surviving right so a lot of stress it's a lot of yeah stress. i mean family is something which needs to be more stronger than the patient and uh, I, i i guess in the whole conversation for the first time i use the word patient so patient because there is some disease to someone so we should not take it in a wrong way but uh, just take the treatment and i always tell people that uh, even if you get cold you go take the medicine and it takes a week to get okay cold never goes just like that right so there is a cycle which you need to follow for every treatment and for chemo for my for my cancer i had six month cycle so uh, again everything sums up to the positive approach and uh, if you have that there are a lot again i mean it will things will not go easy the way you like plan it yes it will yeah. not go yeah but then it gives you a better way to like handle with the uh, issues coming up right right right, right even now also because uh, it's a crisis I, it's yeah. a crisis. at a certain point you realize that you know what is this crisis trying to teach me you know what is it That's trying true. to tell me after all of what i am going through what are my lessons here what am i missing right that that's true <laughs> and every time you uh, you just find the key you know somebody changed the lock yes. so that's something that's huh. something very irritating and not now but then again having i mean when we talk about the whole face it's like yaar abhi kal mujhe yahan par pain ho raha tha abhi mujhe yahan par pain ho raha hai abhi aur kya bacha hai hone ko right so that you need to like uh, accept the fact that yaar jo kuch bhi hai na jab tak ho to jee lo and it's not talking about filmy ke aaj mein jio kal ho na ho blah 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 not like that but that's the truth actually right i mean abhi you don't even know what will happen the next moment and that's true and that can happen to anyone not with respect to cancer but with respect to anything and to 2020 is proof of it right 2020 is proof of a lot of things yeah <laughs> for everybody so, yeah i mean it's not about cancer it's about everything uh, I, while riding also i have came across so many accidents which could have taken my life and yeah. at no point I, i was at fault i was riding very uh, slowly i was all geared up so it's not only you who can be responsible for it right so end of the day it will be impacting you so we have to take it in a positive way uh, you just need to take the things that they, as they are as they come as they come yeah, take one yeah. day at a time one day at a time we are all trying to survive 2020 and i completely understand you as 
though, though I don't become anymore because <laughs> it makes yes, no uh, sense. I mean, now yeah. I get. I get a bit irritated sometimes that okay abhi to bahut kar se liya yaar matlab abhi kabhi kabhi lagta hai ki okay now things should be very uh, easy i mean everything it's not that i want everything on my plate but then itna struggle kyun kisi bhi cheez ko leke right exactly. to kabhi kabhi wo attitude aa jata hai ki nahi ab nahi karna hona chahiye aise i want things need to be done like very correct way when i and my first attempt also so uh. i mean it's human and i know that it's human so It's I not just, going to happen like that. It's not going yeah, to happen yeah, yeah. like so, that. Yeah, I mean, when talk people talk that oh you are so positive, there's nothing like that. Uh, I mean, I I do have my mood swings at times, and uh, there are days when I uh, I'm feeling low, and that's completely fine uh, to have a bad day. So I I I always quote a uh, statement: Let's make fighting cancer cool. So uh, when I say that, yeah. it that when I say yeah. that, it means that I had a bad day. now i'm trying to make it cool and there will be a day when i will again have a bad day and it can be worst so uh, whatever happens just keep living your life take it as it comes take it as yeah, it comes yeah. so that True. is that is your main day i mean it, it is what you're giving out to the viewers yeah, yeah, and the patients this is right what here. i follow uh, on my daily life like uh, your words of wisdom would be that for them yeah i mean Uh, in your experience uh, yes. when i say anything no there is no words of wisdom is just <laughs> that uh, uh, whatever i have learned on past few 6 5 6 years i just uh, tell people and that uh, is wisdom for a lot of people let me so, tell you that uh, again i i mean i these uh, phrases are a bit catchy so that's why i use them so <laughs> that it can, yeah I, i i i want to say things very practically yeah so yeah. i if i talk to you for an hour you might forget things but when i give you some catchy phrases you will remember that okay yes this is what the whole crust was and i i use them uh, because yeah. i know that they give me confidence and they might help others as well yeah. yeah anyway so many people must be listening to this and when they hear your what your work is first of all when they hear your journey and after that what you what you made out of what you went through it is really inspiring it is really inspiring to come out of something like cancer and then make a foundation for it help other people who are going through it i mean it is inspiring for another person who is having a bad attitude and who is unable to get over it you you yourself told me how you used to have weird mood swings how you used to have yeah 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 so so another i mean 23 year old going through that i mean you can they completely put themselves in their shoes and say okay i could do that i could be that as well you know no, that's true so that's true. that way and you being someone who loves to ride someone who's taken inspiration from a passion like a hobby it started off maybe as a hobby but you have taken it on to some, you have made it something that has helped you fight something like cancer right and you are <laughs> you are you so what i can see from this is you're someone who has taken whatever life has thrown at you and you have made the best out of it you have made it fruitful not only for yourself but for others as well which is very inspiring for me <laughs> and i'm pretty sure a lot of people will feel so so, so i mean yeah please uh, go ahead yeah yeah like uh, to me this is after talking to you so much like whatever you're saying is at the ending note is always positive it's always it's always ending on a 
how however you started maybe with anger maybe with mood swings however you started the ending note when you come to finally seeing the situation okay what is the practicality of it okay what so, can i do yeah during all this thing no i just uh, i mean had this uh, thought the society actually is framed like that that you need to have a good job you need to earn money okay you need to have a house i mean all these things right there's a hierarchy of all those stuff you need to get married you need to have kids you need to then die also so <laughs> so when you are young no 2022 20, 2023 you think of uh, what you are you need to have a good career you have to have a, maybe a good love life uh, you need to have a uh, i mean everything right so we need to normalize few things right uh i i always tell people that my juniors are having kids now okay and right. i have friends who are of my age who are not married also and right. they have any any history of their uh, with the health also so society has made these things so high that there's a lot of pressure on every individual so when i was 23 i was so worried for my career uh for my i never talk about my love life actually because uh that's not personal at all anymore but then is just that it will show an wrong or negative impact on someone else life right? right so so people will differ from one person to one person so let's not go into that but the point is that everyone wants to have a common life right normal life that hey normal. i'll yeah I'll, i'll get a job so I'll, called normal life yeah i'll get a job i'll get married i'll have kids blah 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 something like that so i always tell people to normalize thing right i am happy that i i'm not married right now okay mm. uh, i am happy that i am doing something with my life i am happy that now i have a job though i could have been earning more if i have started 3 years back before i started right so there is always pro and cons of the things but then you have to count your blessings and society needs to understand that why 30 or why 23 or why 40 why 50 right huh? why do people die at age of 10 not 100 or 90 some people die at 10 also right or right, 30 also yeah. yeah so why don't you uh, just make a, a rule of it also that okay people will die at 71 you can't <laughs> control that right so that's how society works they, they even they are not, they will not be able to follow what they have made uh, to us to follow so correct these things pressure pressurizes us a lot right uh, that uh, okay even now my family talks a lot about all these things because they are concerned about me they want me to get settled and but then again there is a taboo related to cancer right so uh, there will be people who will think that okay he had cancer history so how can we like just uh, go ahead and marry of course of course of marry course marry a daughter to him and i guess th- th- it's a genuine thing because when i i was never vocal about my cancer initially and uh, my when i decided that i'll uh, go on, on record and i tell people that i had cancer my sister was very worried that uh, i might not get a job or my might not be able to get married or something like that so i told her that we have uh, like daughters not uh, i mean my sister has a daughter i we have females at her home yeah. so what if we are trying to get them married to someone and somebody hides that to us oh right? yes. That, yes that's something which is really unethical and that's wrong so if we are uh, not thinking it taking it correctly why should we do that from our own end right yes 
So I, 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 that's why I keep on uh, bullying society because society is bullying people, right? So I love bullying them, and I can <laughs> went on record. Yeah, I, I go on record, and uh, I mean, because I have nothing to lose. The only thing I had to lose was my life, and I got it back, right? So I am very happy about it. So. Uh, i mean if somebody is uh, bringing someone else down so i will be the first person to bring that person down so basically i am also bullying that person but that bullying is for good yeah <laughs> yeah so yes of course and of who course. am i to decide that who am i to decide that i am hartik that's it so if you <laughs> think that yeah if you think that i am doing wrong to you please go ahead and uh, do whatever you can if because end of the day everybody knows what is right and what is wrong right yes there are there are rules laws regulations which will uh, show might show me as a wrong doer but we know what is right and what is wrong correct right and we need to stand for it so right yeah yeah, yeah and so, not only that most of the time uh, talking about right and wrong you sh- you sh- you just now said it brings brings to mind something where you know most of the time when people uh, within who have within the community itself when they come up to us they talk about their how their journey is they talk about how difficult they found to find a trusted place to get tested to get yeah, like yeah. those problems there are so huge that the awareness is so less that they are unable to go to an authentic place they, the the there are people who out there middlemen out there who are trying to make money out of their desperation so there's so many things involved like that and not only that cancer like you said before it's not something that you can afford right yeah. so um, a, a, an underprivileged person would just go to somebody who would say okay i'll give it to, give this to you cheaper but That's maybe true. a wrong result a wrong report yeah. or yeah. something that is not even related to him just to make money out of his desperation right so that kind of awareness that kind of self examination the self examination having what are the signs that my body is showing what would you say about that so that's two let's talk about two things here first is having awareness another thing is having financially stable right, right. having access to so let's talk about me first so i was studying i had money in my pocket uh, okay i could have spent 700 rupees for an fnac 1000 1500 rupees right so i started having the, those fnacs i used to go to a hospital the doctor told me you come to that hospital and i i i i i might have the re- uh, reports also okay so it's not that it's something which i'm making up that guy was uh, that hospital was like th- uh, 1 kilometer from my place he told me you come to that hospital in the evening i sit there okay okay why can't you have an fnac here right to have that fnac of like let's say randomly 1000 rupees i used to spend 500 rupees from auto because it was some 20 kilometers away from my place right now so having said that there are good and there are bad who you know it right so when i had a good doctor for me who took who was my oncologist oncologist dr santil rajappa but there are people who will make you run right you come there i'll have your fnac there you come there we'll have an x ray in that hospital yeah why and the same doctor let's say if you don't have that particular service at your hospital that can be a different story yes right? if yes. both hospitals are good why are you asking me to go there exactly right so this is which is one uh, financial thing now awareness 
I had this swelling for more than two years. I I I was going to some doctors where uh, who was just giving me some medicines, and they were also not able to like figure it out. And I will not blame on them, right? Because how how will someone say, "Oh, you have cancer," right? So initially, I started going. So for two years, I was not able to diagnose. Four FNACs were not able to diagnose that I had cancer until I had the biopsy. So there should be a proper channel, actually, right? when we talk about other countries there are more i mean most of the hospitals healthcare things are uh, public uh, healthcare right yeah, they are so, public yeah yeah so the quality of uh, those healthcare industry is much better than what we have here right and the notion here in india is that when you i mean public and private right so when you go to private you will have a better uh, Uh, let's say facilities hmm. in a way that's true in a way that's true but having said that i have uh, done got my bone marrow test in a government hospital so people and the government also it's not only people it's not only government it's overall thing right society yeah but we need to understand that we are a developing country right and we will be developing country for uh, some more time right hmm. so we need to break that notion that uh, okay only private uh, hospital will be good or only this organization will be good right so awareness is something which government needs to bring up right they need to bring people who are common okay celebrities need to come up and work in a zero level okay i see people who are doing a lot for cancer and they are not even i'm not talking about myself i know so many people who are doing more than me with respect to awareness for cancer i know someone uh, they are doing it for aids also and uh, they are very vocal about it see when we talk about aids oh my god aids right unprotected yeah. sex unprotected yeah. sex or something like that even i went for an hiv test hmm. even i went for a hiv test when i was undergoing my uh, diagnosis of cancer correct right so my i remember the doctor uh, asking my family to go out and asking me questions hey so i was like no and even if i have done it i have used uh, protection and they were like they might be or partner might not have done it used it right so huh. it's it's something which we need to very be very vocal about it i mean anything these uh, cancer aids anything i mean if you don't talk how will you get to know right exactly so communication abhi exactly and abhiyan bas chalane se nahi hota hai ki humne ek campaign chala diya jaise maine hi chala diya tha 6 mahine pehle 5 mahine kaam kiya aur maine chhod diya kaam karna right to kis kaam kar rahega us 5 mahine mujhe bahut publicity mil gayi hogi mujhe kuch logon ne bahut zyada chada diya hoga lekin agar us 5 mahine ke baad maine baki 5.5 saal ghar mein baith ke apne liye karne laga kaam to us 5 mahine ka kya kaam right to ye cheeze samajhni bahut zaruri hai that when we start something we continue doing that right mm. yeah. if we don't do it it's just a waste it it just happened and it just went in the way right so as a society everyone should be vocal about things and when something comes up no we need to support this right so awareness is something which is very important that's why i always talk about uh, cancer advocacy that uh if you are the one who had cancer if you know someone who had cancer in your family come up talk to people 
be vocal about it then only there will be people who will be telling you that hey i also had cancer yeah and i can exactly. bet you on that i can bet you on that in a week at least i get to know at least a single person who had cancer right so and they are already connected to me but i never talk to them i mean they, because see i'm i'm just a facebook friend to them right somehow common friends but then right. they message me that hey i want to lie uh, like i told you we were having this session two days back yeah and this guy pinged me who's a biker i never knew that he had cancer also mm. right he said that hey i was recently diagnosed with cancer i want to attend this thing uh will it be chargeable or something like that i said yes we are trying to raise money for some organization or something mm. like that yeah yeah uh, but then he even never reached out to me again so uh, uh i thought uh, i don't know why him because i was not the one who was taking care of those registration part right Correct. so when it happened i asked him did you join he said no uh, it was going through that time i said did you join i said no i he said uh, i was not having money i just lost my job something like that i said why did you told me and immediately i shared the link with him so apparently what exactly. happened uh, yeah so there are people who want to know get aware of the things but they are not having access to money right so awareness should be something which should be free first of all and yes, it should awareness be, counseling it should be done free for people to get to know what the situation is like out there right yeah i mean you can't sell something which you have experienced right i mean yeah. i know that never do something for free which you are good at but then this is not a career making thing and this really makes me angry that there are people who make see if you are making a career out of it okay well and good i i i can't comment on that people will take it in that with because i am yes. not able to make a career of it that's why i am uh, like speaking wrong about it but then there should be something called uh, equality right equality uh-huh. now if somebody is not able to pay you you should bring him to this level that at least he get that awareness part right yes yes right? yes yes so that's why i made this foundation where i thought i will not sponsor everyone's cancer treatment because i don't want to just distribute 10 10k 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 to 10 people and talk about uh, harteej cancer foundation uh, because we help 10 people right i don't want to do that if i am able to sponsor at least one cancer patient in a year hmm this is what my whole goal is right and it um, all depends upon how much i will be able to raise for the foundation because yeah. end of the day anyways i will not be the able to like sponsor someone from my own pocket exactly right? whatever exactly. i am doing i yeah so it's something which needs to be understood that making a business of things is not right right yes uh, you earn money you do things where you want to but then there should be some decency also yes uh, yes this is something which i really uh, feel that lacks at few places and uh, maybe tomorrow if i go big and uh, i may do the same thing so that's why i always pray to the god that don't make me that big guy in my life that i <laughs> start doing things and i can like bet on that i mean i'm yeah. very spiritual i'm not religious at all okay but i do believe in god i guess he gave me uh, that confidence and everything so i'm not going into that part but then i always talk to myself and talk to him that don't make me this big that i change myself in that way change your ethics right yeah yeah so i don't want to like uh, 
change my approach my ethics my morals that uh, i start doing things which i don't want to do Hmm. And we, I would say that you know it's something similar that we in Zen Onco also have healing circles. We have yeah. community. It's all for free. We have. Yeah, I, I and I know who is taking care yes, of it. So yes. I have been. Re- I mean, let's not. I mean, I know. Uh, so when, it completely because, is the same. It makes yeah. makes all the difference. That that counseling that has to uh, has to be given to the yeah. people. It needs to uh, come free. so it only makes sense that you know people realize that there are these free tools and there are these free services available true, true. that they yeah. make use of yeah only then see, it makes yeah and practically to run all these thing you need funds right yeah. so it, when you do something to raise funds that's fine right but then uh, in a bigger big picture you need to understand that you made this thing to help the society correct right so if you are losing this whole motto then there's no point of having an ngo having a campaign or anything right absolutely so and i guess people who are doing uh, good for the society they are the one who are actually suffered it or somebody else from their friend circle or uh, uh, family has suffered so those who have suffered who they understand that this is not a business it isn't it isn't they know they know anyway it has been such a nice session with you ajesh and yeah, i hope yeah. everything everything that you know both of us are on this journey you have been on a completely different journey you have one on one experience with what it's like and i'm pretty sure a lot of people are going to going to get so much out of this conversation it has been such a pleasure and such an honor really i, I, I just side. yeah i just want to i mean say last one last thing that uh, feel free to reach out to me i mean uh, i'm one amongst you so there's yes. nothing i'm yes. I, there's not a single time i'm not approachable even in i, I can bet you on that i get mm. calls at 2 pm in at uh, 2 am in the night morning what you can say and regarding blood also you can always reach out to me and let's talk about cancer again so if you have cancer is just a normal disease you will get cured so get yourself treated and uh, once you get treated try to help people who are underprivileged or even if they are not underprivileged they are not aware of things so awareness is something which is completely different from being privileged or not so keep spreading the positive vibes and uh, do take care of yourself that's wow. it thank you so much i would put you in a in a place where you are on you've been on both sides you've been on the other side and you're on this side as well yeah so you yeah, know I, yeah actually you know the best yeah. of both worlds you are at a yeah, better position than all of us if you are yeah, i can absolutely uh, i'll take that so, because yes i have been a bad finally bad, you've uh, took in something i've told you <laughs> yeah, yeah, so i have been bad uh, element of the society uh, as well and i'm trying to be good as well so yes i'll take that <laughs> wow thank you so much thank you so much thank you so much thank you so much it's been a yeah. pleasure take care be safe thank yeah, you yeah. take care bye